0: Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. Zocdoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to Zocdoc.com/bcc and download the Zocdoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZOCDOC.com/bcc. Zocdoc.com/bcc.
1: Welcome to the chain. We're your hosts, Kendall Landreth and Sarah Schauer. And this is the BCC Club. Welcome. Each week we talk about a weird or unusual part of the, or large part of the internet. And then we interview um, an, an individual from that part of the internet at the end of the episode. Yeah, we seek them out. We look online. We, mm-hmm. People send
0: us videos of people who know a lot about this topic, and they come and we interview them, and it's incredible.
1: I learn something new every single time. <laughs> what are we talking about this week? We're talking about Swifties. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous. Candle, yeah. I'm nervous to talk about this. We just want to throw our research assistant under the bus yeah. real quickly. If anything is incorrect, Mia does our Thanks. research. I am a fairly decent like Swifty. Um, after the Gaylor situation came about, I was like, all right, you've hooked me. Mm-hmm. I
0: was a huge am a huge Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. I've been to multiple concerts, not anymore cuz now it's too hard to get to a concert. Not yeah. it's not probably that hard, but whenever there's cues, I'm like I'm not doing it. It's oh, yeah, too yeah. much. That's too much. But I went to her Red Tour. Mhm. I think I went to what was the one before that? Enchanted? Reputation? Re- no, Reputation's no, no. way later. Speak now. speak now. Speak Now. I I think I went to Speak Now. But I was pretty young, so I don't really remember. But I was a big Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. Um, and continue to be. And I like her a lot. So
1: anything I say on this
0: podcast mm-hmm. is coming from a place of love.
1: Okay? Yeah. I don't think we're gonna do much critiquing of her. We're gonna talk about the lore surrounding her. Sure. And um her fandom, which I feel like just before we get into like what we've done this week, I feel like her fandom is large but a lot less intimidating than other fandoms. Do you
0: really think that? I feel like Swifties are so scary to me. Like, I feel like I'm yeah. like nervous to do this podcast because I feel like any time, like I never talk about Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. but you'll see people say like, I love Taylor Swift, but this song, I just don't, it's not a bop for me. Yeah. And people are like, Doxum. You're done. Yes. You're actually done. Yeah. You're totally done. You're off the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my girlfriend said before that they made a video about Taylor Swift. And they make, like, food content, my girlfriend. Like, they're not yeah. talking about, here's my thoughts on Taylor Swift. They said one sentence that was kind of a joke about Taylor Swift. They were like, I lost hundreds of followers. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm like, I'm so scared. That'll happen. Uh, <laughs> the reason why I'm too—I want to do a BTS ARMY episode, but that is something where— I feel like is a bit overwhelming. Um, I am an army, but the animosity is incredible. Um, Very scary. How did your week go, Kendall?
0: It was good. What did I do? Uh, Oh, I went up north Mm -hmm. and helped my mom with her garage sale. Okay. And that was a delight, because I got to see my mom. But people at garage sales are insane. Yeah, like, I'm actually surprised that you still have stuff left to sell <laughs> from all <I> know. the <laughs> stories. She was, well, she hasn't, a couple years ago. She said, "I'm never having a garage sale again." She said, "I'm done." Yeah, because she had them all the time. And we were out of stuff. We were, we were selling our we were selling our furniture. It was, and we were. I was like, "Mom, you got to stop selling stuff." Yeah. But then she took a couple of years off, and now she's back. Okay. She's back, you know. And my dad died, so we have some stuff to get rid of. And mm. we had to sell a power chair, all that type of stuff. And we made some good money. We made $800.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. But the people who come to these, uh, and not everyone, I go to garage sales. I yeah. love an estate sale. But some people come to a garage sale. The people you see when you're hosting a garage sale mm-hmm. are some of the biggest characters I've ever met in my entire life. Yeah. Truly just insane people. And you won't say anything to them and they will just start talking to you. Like I was sitting there and this old woman, I, I think she was a lesbian mm-hmm. and I'm not a hundred percent sure she was with, there with an older woman mm-hmm. who I think was her wife with the way they were kind of bickering back and forth.
1: It was Sarah Paulson and her <laughs> wife. <Paula> Taylor. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I said, I think they're gay, okay. <laughs> but I didn't say anything. But well, I said like, hi, welcome, you know, I'm sitting out Yeah, and she, she was like, hi. And then she's, you know, bopping around and we had like a bunch of baby clothes out because mm-hmm. my nephew's, uh, well, I have nephews, so they yeah. grew out of their clothes, and my sister sent them up to be sold. And um, not my nephews, the clothes. Yeah, She yeah. sent the clothes up to be sold. <laughs> yes. And I, she looks at them, and she turns to me, and she's like, this is like an 80-year-old woman. Uh huh. She's like, it's so disappointing that I can't have a baby. And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes. And then she's like, and there's a lot of bitches in town. Oh, my God that have a lot of babies, yeah. that don't even deserve them. Uh-huh. And I can't have a baby. And I was sitting, I was on my Nintendo Switch, and I was like, ma'am, <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. I totally hear you, I, I, I hear you. And then her wife was like, she's being nice about telling this story. Uh, usually she doesn't use the word bitch. Oh wow! And I've been racking my brain for what word she usually uses. Probably the c word. That's what I guess I would yeah. assume. but I was just like, I haven't said anything to this woman. She's yeah. just as. But there was tons of people like that where they would just kind of like open up to me. Yeah. Especially because they'd be like, "Are you guys moving?" And yeah. They'd be like no, my dad passed away, mm-hmm. and then they, you know, my dad passed away. Yeah. Years ago. He's <laughs> he an alcoholic. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> It's hard to get through, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like,
1: please buy my crap. I don't want to talk to you about this. No, anyways. I I haven't been to a garage sale in forever. I think it's like the same. I feel kind of intimidated by garage sales and swap meets because I don't have like, I'm so afraid of haggling, you know? And people are
0: intense. I know. Have you ever haggled before?
1: No, I usually just make myself pay more. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and this is a donation because yes. you were so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so insane, especially because at a garage sale, like in an estate sale, things can cost a lot of money. But at yeah. a garage sale, you're selling everything for like two dollars. Yeah, um, and especially garage like this because we just wanted to like get rid of the stuff. Like we yeah. weren't really trying to make that much money, so everything's like two dollars. And people will be like, "Well, you can I haggle with you a little?" Yeah, and I would be like. Oh, for what? <laughs> what? Uh, yes. Sure, 50 cents. Yes. And then sometimes I swear to God, it'd be like 50 cents, and they'd be like,
1: ah, all right, I'll pass. I'm like, what did you want? Yes. Well, you just want me to give it to you is they're what you like, wanted me to do? They're like, God, I just paid for parking. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> I'm going to skip on the knickknacks.
0: <laughs> yes. It's insane. I'm always like, what did you want me? And there's some people who come, and their, their whole lives are kind of like, I'm still wearing my sunglasses. So I'll just take this off. Oh, um, I people will come and it's like a part of their life where they like kind of scam people at their garage sales yeah so people will come in like as we're closing up but we live in a really small town so it's the same people every time like you know it. there's a woman who always steals yeah from garage sale which we don't really care because yeah. i'm just like okay yeah that's fine <laughs> but i i think she's like a total is it kleptomaniac yeah where you're like addicted to because i it's not like she's getting thing like if she was stealing clothes yeah it would be like of course you take the like we have people come by and take stuff that's totally fine yeah but she would be taking like armchairs and stuff that it's like clearly she has she's taken this somewhere and we were my mom said she was sitting at her kitchen counter one day eating breakfast and she sees the woman who always steals from our garage sale like speed walking holding this big porch uh plant like in a pot that's like hanging from rings (laughs) you know and she's like speed walking with it and this woman is just sprinting behind her and is like you took that off
1: my porch yeah
0: give me back my plant and the woman just keeps walking and then eventually the other woman just kind of turned around and was like okay i guess so so there's a whole bunch of characters that come to garage sales
1: yeah it's
0: a real case study
1: are kleptomaniacs in the same like is it like adrenaline of stealing okay yeah
0: they're addicted and you know it's weird Every kleptomaniac I've ever met is the richest person I know.
1: Yeah, like I met there. I went to
0: college with a kleptomaniac.
1: Well, because they're stealing everything, they don't actually use their money. <laughs> I know. This. Yeah, that's how
0: the rich stay rich. <laughs> she was like, I remember because I was did not have money growing up, so I was so amazed by her. Like a lot of people didn't like her, and I was like obsessed because I just had so many questions about what it was like being rich. Yeah. And one time I remember I was like, "How much do you have in your bank account like right now?" And she was like, "18, had no job, and she had like 200k in her her checking account. Oh my gosh, which is insane." And she would steal. I mean, she never bought a thing. She never bought anything. And she would knock on my door sometimes and be like, I got you this stuff from Trader Joe's. And I would be like, thank you. And she's like, I stole it. I was
1: like, I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But she was so rich. It was bizarre.
1: It's like, it's two watermelons. How'd you get that out of the store? She scared it under
0: her shirt. Yes. (laughs) Oh, it's so scary. I can never, I've never stolen Really? I've never stolen. I'm too, way too nervous.
1: Yeah, I stole some stuff um, as a teenager. I, like, I just, I had no money, and I remember one time we went to the Niagara Falls, um, and I just, I, I stole a bunch of keychains (laughs) with like that were like letter keychains of like the Niagara Falls for all my friends. Oh. And I had like 20 keychains. It was, I felt so good. But then I went to school and I was like, guys, I got you Niagara Falls keychains, (laughs) and they're like, we don't don't need this. But I just
0: wanted to be like, I was thinking of you. it's nice, too, because those are probably expensive. You probably stole, like, because especially at a gift shop, I bet those were, like, $6 each.
1: I have no idea. I do, like, um, <laughs> I, like, used to love stealing the unusual names at, like, you know, those those little that's kiosks. that's super fun no, But that's for my friends with the unusual oh, names. Oh, I
0: thought you were just stealing any of the unusual yeah. names. And then a girl named Kendall with an H yeah. doesn't get her... her- Keychain.
1: Yeah, all the Sarahs with an H were always sold out, so I always had to get the Sarah like without and an h, h, and then I wrote it. Yeah. Where would you write it? <laughs> On the back part, little H. <laughs> it's deeply upsetting. I know.
0: <laughs> Who's that for? You just, you just don't <laughs> forget. Yeah. Sarah, that's how you spell it. Mm. Um. All right, here's what I'll say.
1: You didn't ask me about my week. That's what I was just about <laughs> yes. to say. Here's what I'll say.
0: Yes. How the fuck was your week, Sarah?
1: Really good. I um. I did like a stand-up, oh my god, I wanna die. I did a show, I did a Jennifer Coolidge themed show. Yeah. And I left early and guess who was at the fucking show? Jennifer Coolidge? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? Wait. Sarah? Yes, yeah, the, the show that did I did. Did you say your name? No, no, her the host's oh, name did. is Sarah. I thought you were like, me, Sarah. No, with no, the show Sarah Lee. left. I- no, the <laughs> host, like, like posted with her afterwards. I was like, oh my God.
0: Do you know like You can't ever leave a show. You never know who's gonna show up. I know, but it was late and I was getting tired. No, and now you have to because there's no way that's gonna happen again. I know. Now you're gonna stay at every show until like the last minute they're gonna be like, we're closing up and you're like, I don't know, we going to show up. <laughs>
1: yes. Wow, that is huge. I was deeply upsetting. And then I um I uh, had like 4 months sober. I celebrated that. I have had gotten like sober and like relapsed in the past, but as of like January 1st was my like hard start date. And so like I got 4 months along and I had this like breakdown where I was like I didn't think I could ever get sober and I didn't think I could ever do stand up cuz like I my body I go like stress blind on stage. Yeah. And then I, I had like this moment of where like, I'm 28, I can still do hard stuff. Yeah. you know. Oh, I love that. I know. So have you, have you ever been four months sober before? I've been two months sober before, and I've been a teenager. Sure. Yeah.
0: Sure. <laughs> yeah. That is so amazing. Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. I'm so proud of you. Thank that you. That is so great. That's so exciting. <sighs> Did you do anything special for four months sober?
1: An AA meeting.
0: There you go. Yeah. Did they have balloons?
1: No, they were just like, they gave me a little chippy. Oh, what? wait, what is that? So they for each month up to, so up to 12 months, well they have a year chip and then they have two years, but like every month and then I think there's 24 hours, 48 hours they have like chips. But yeah, so I got like a little chip. It looks like a poker chip.
0: Oh my God, what are you doing? Are you doing that, anything
1: special with them? Um no, but I kind of want to like gamble with them now. I want to see if I can get anything at the casino for <laughs> you my. Be careful!
0: You're addicted to gambling.
1: I feel like that actually won't be the first AA chip in the yeah. bunch. You know, <laughs> I, don't
0: <think> so. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Oh my gosh! Well, you know what we're doing is we're taking a gamble. We are gambling. We're gambling right now by doing an episode about Swifties. Mm-hmm. Which this could be the last year of our lives.
1: (laughs) I know. Um, Well, Swifties, we're going to talk about who you are, and if any of this sounds incorrect, please (laughs) calmly type out what it actually is below. All right, so Swifties are passionate fans of singer-songwriter Taylor Swift. According to Urban Dictionary, Swifties are Taylor Swift's fans who are more than just fans. They obsess over Taylor and know everything about her, her life, and music. A Swiftie's life goal is to meet Taylor and tell her how much she changed her life and what she means to said person. And I think it's a healthy obsession for a majority of you. Yes. I'm not saying anything... You know, I'm not like, you're obsessed. i not like, <laughs> yeah. you're crazy. I'm yes. not saying
0: that. I think you're so cool. I think, I think you're, think so,
1: you're chill. so cool. <laughs> I wish I was a Swifties, so I, I
0: am. Yeah. I, I mean, I am. I'm yes. sorry. <laughs> I'm not.
1: What? Swifties <laughs> often dissect Taylor's interviews, lyrics, music videos, and outfit, outfits for hints at album releases, song meanings, references, and facts about her personal life. Mm-hmm. The Morning Consult conducted a survey in 2023, which found 53% of U.S. adults identified as fans of Swift, 16% identified as avid fans of Swift, and 44% of avid fans consider themselves to be part of the Swifties community, suggesting hesitance with being associated with the group, which has a history of questionable online behavior. And we were never asked during the survey. Yeah. Is this like a they do like a census thing? Yeah, I guess so. You know, you're like Caucasian. 25 to 30, Swifty. Swift-y.
0: <laughs> yes. What would you have said, avid fan, or would you have gone all the way and said
1: Swifty? I I actually don't know. What would you say? I would say,
0: I mean, I guess it depends what year you ask me. I think this year I would have said, I'm a fan of Taylor Swift. Yeah. Because I'm bad about, I'm really turning, when I was younger I used to be like, why do my parents just listen to the same music from their childhood over and over again, but I'm yeah. already doing that. I'm only 23 years old, and I, all I listen to is early 2000s pop. Yeah. And so I know, I always know the hits of Taylor's, of Taylor's new albums. Yeah. But it's rare that I'll listen to a full Taylor Swift new album.
1: Yeah. It's very hard with my attention span to sit through an album listening. If I was going to listen to an album all the way through, I'd have to be doing something else, like yeah. cleaning while doing that. Yeah. Like that's my hesitation with like concerts. I love a good concert, but I can only take it in bursts.
0: Yes, that's how yeah. I am too. I get so bored. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter who it is. Like yeah. I I it could be my favorite band and I'll go see them and after like the third song I'm like when is this? Please let this end. Yeah. because <laughs> and but the three songs that I'm having a good time, it's like the best night of my life. Like I feel so alive, but then I'm I'm too and some concerts are so long.
1: Yeah, like the Aeris Tour is about three hours. That's like the fact that she can insane. sing that long. I know. Yeah, it's just nonstop. It's insane. It's I truly know. insane. And
0: there's like um, I don't think Taylor Swift probably does this, but I went to a concert recently. They came on stage an hour and a half late.
1: Yeah. What is that about? Maybe it's like a mix of like (laughs) tech issues. I think what type of fans scare me are like the fans who fly out from a certain, not like scare me like you're obsessed. I mean like scare me like I feel like just with all the concerts that have ever been canceled, the idea of like booking a hotel room and a flight and then getting there. And I know that sucks if you live in the middle of nowhere and you have to do that. But like and then the just concert being canceled and they're like sorry and you're like what
0: the fuck? It's so bad. That's why I I feel like I used to be like wow people are so dramatic when they cancel shows because they'll do these long posts that Mm -hmm. are like hello Houston. Yeah. It is with great sadness that I you know it's so intense yeah. but I'm like probably because they get so many DMs and letters and all the stuff that's being like well, we used the money from my mom's passing to come all the way to L.A. as a family. Yeah. And our car, we had to buy a new car and we had to sell our house yeah. so we could get, and it's like insane. Yeah. And that would just be terrible to receive that information.
1: I mean, considering like, we could talk about Live Nation and all that, like considering the cost of tickets nowadays, like, yeah, I would be devastated. Insane. hmm And no no refund. I'm not sure. I think there might be insurance on tickets. I don't really go to concerts because I have a freak out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm very similar.
1: Unless I really like, what's the one in L.A. that's outside? I
0: forget. But it's outside and you can sit.
1: Are you talking about an amphitheater or like a stadium? Uh, It's a stadium. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's a stadium. I saw Florence and the Machine there, and I saw the chicks there. What was I'm, I gonna say? Oh, but it's an outdoor theater, and you can sit the whole time. Yeah. and they you have that you can get a lot of food. Yeah, and I love that. <laughs> yes, because if I'm sitting, I've fallen asleep during multiple concerts before. Yeah, but if I have to stand, I've also gone to concerts where you stand the whole time, and that is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. I I actually can't do it. Yeah. I remember one day when I used to live in New York that I had a really high fever and I needed a note to get out of work. It was so rude. They didn't just say, feel better, Kendall. They said, unless you want to come to your shift at the restaurant, you need to get a note from a doctor. I wandered around those streets of New York City for literally four hours with a fever trying to find a doctor. And it was impossible. And then when I finally found one, it was so expensive and he was kind of weird. So I really encourage people to use ZocDoc. It is so much better than Hoping for the best, because I'll tell you, there are some interesting doctors out there. ZocDoc is the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. And we're not talking about a few. We're talking about tens of thousands of doctors, all with verified patient reviews, so you can make sure the vibes are vibing before you meet in real life. Also, ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. That is my favorite thing when you do not have to call a doctor's office. I hate calling anyone. It is the worst thing I could think of doing. And so I love that I can just click make appointment online. I never have to speak to anyone. It makes it so easy for me. Um, And it's easy to do on the go, okay? Okay. Go to ZocDoc.com slash BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash BCC. ZocDoc.com slash BCC. Um, but Taylor Swift fans, yes, they, yeah, there's a lot of them. It says that Swift fandom outnumbers that of other pop stars like Beyonce, Miley Cyrus, and Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I know. The fandom is largely made up of millennials and leans white, suburban, and democratic. <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> Forty four four 447,000 members belong to the Taylor Swift subreddit. Honestly, it's less than I thought.
1: Hmm. And they discuss tours, news, fan art, and theories. That is insane. But they also are very organized with spreadsheets, conventions, and courses dedicated to Taylor Swift. And I think the most the
0: most like known thing about Swifties is they're
1: Highly organized. That and that they
0: are so good at dissecting all of her mm-hmm. tweets and songs and posts and outfits and yeah. making up conspiracy theories about them
1: yeah. that most of the time are true. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Taylor plants a lot of Easter eggs, which we'll talk about. Yeah. But I think that Swifties should be uh, another branch of the military because they're so organized. Yeah, <laughs> they are. <laughs> um, they are. They are. I'm. Are you organized? Not me. <laughs> I am organized in the morning. But when the Vivans wears off, I kind of just yeah. do all my creative tasks. What time my, does your Vivans wear off? Probably, probably around like three. Me too. Yeah. It's tough. Mm-hmm.
0: I for- When I went up to do my garage sale with my mom, I forgot all my medication. Yeah. And so the last couple days, I've been getting back on my medication, and mm. I've been a bitch. Okay. <laughs> I've been really mean. <laughs> yeah. I've been really not a great person. Um, so, you know, I'm just trying to get mm. through that. But um, let's see. Sorry. Swifties can be a very positive. Swifties can be a very positive community, but certain parts of the fan base can be toxic. And we didn't write that. We didn't. Know that was our research. This isn't <laughs> yet. I don't know why she's being so mean, like about you guys. I don't know why she said that. Let's just say she took some liberties.
1: Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> okay. I literally never met a Swifty who's toxic. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, many fans have found friends and community through the Swifty fandom. You I know, mean, all fandoms are like that. This is great. Mm-hmm. Um, one fan says meeting other Swifties online is honestly the best thing of standing an artist. I know now that I can travel anywhere in the world and I will have friends there. It's kind of like you AA.
1: Oh, my God. I was about to say that. <laughs> okay. I found out that you can attend meetings over Zoom everywhere in the U.S. So I attended a couple of meetings in Chicago the other week. How was that? Was it different? Yeah. More aggressive? It was. No, no, just- <laughs> That's I
0: imagine it. They're all just screaming. <laughs> they were just a
1: lot less tan. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Everyone's really tan in, <laughs> in LA. California <laughs> yes. AA. Is it? Sp- I, I guess is it like tanning beds, spray tans, or just natural sun? Spray tans. Suns? Yeah. I want to get a spray tan. Do it. All right. Um. Sorry. Some just sp- find, <laughs> Thank you so much. Some sorties have attacked Taylor's critics and enemies. <laughs> Jillian Mapes, a writer for Pitchfork, wrote a review of Taylor's album Folklore when it was released. The review was very positive. But Swifties attacked Mapes for the 8.0 numerical score, numerical score that came with the review. The score brought Folklore's score down from 90 to 89, and the review aggregator metric, what a Metacritic,
1: Metacritic, it's okay. Various (laughs)
0: Various tweets <laughs> include Mapes' ad- address and phone numbers, old and current. Some have included photos of Mapes and even her home. Users have, in quotes, joked about burning her house. Mapes also received repeated phone calls and physical threats. That is insane. Yes. That is so insane. I mean, I guess it's like with any fandom, there's people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, But... That's such a good score. But that's what I mean about the Swifties. Yeah. It's like, you can be like, I love Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. She's the best. I've been to three of her concerts. She's so
1: awesome. Yeah.
0: I didn't like this one song very much. Mm-hmm. And that's the same as if you were like, fuck that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? <laughs> no, I think it's like it reminds me of that post about BTS. As It's like some BTS fan page where it's like, sorry, I haven't been posting about BTS that much. I got a mood stabilizers and I'm not obsessed anymore. I feel like... Um, at, that is so <laughs> funny. I feel like people who react in this way to a very positive glowing review may need some medical, like some medication assistance. Yeah. But I recognize the majority of the Taylor Swift fandom is not doing this. Of mm-hmm. course. Of yeah. course. Do you feel like
0: you're saying that... Um, you were sorry. I'm processing. Okay. finding it. <laughs> um... Oh, that the person was like, I got a mood stabilizers and now I'm not obsessed with them anymore. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like being obsessed with a fandom? Like, I feel like when I get really in a bad place. Yeah. I talked about this in my stand up. You saw right after my dad died. I started reading a lot of Harry Potter fan fiction, which is insane because I'm not really a huge Harry Potter fan. I like Harry Potter Mm -hmm. in a a very normal way. I've seen all the movies. I've read the books. Yeah. Period. That's it. Um, and I could not stop reading Harry Potter fan fiction in a way that was like ruining my life. Like I was not working. Yeah. I don't know why this, ha- it was just like, that is what I got obsessed with. Mm-hmm. And it was all I could think about. And then when I got in a better place. I was like, oh, I don't care about that anymore. And I don't want to read that. And that's weird that I was, it's not weird that I was reading it, but it was yeah. like, I, I don't care to read that. And I feel like I will do that if I'm in a bad place. I'll start, like, I'll obsess over a celebrity or something. Yeah. Does that feel (laughs) true to
1: you? No, yeah. I mean, like, usually when you're in a bad place, you feel isolated or something is unstable a bit. You do want to escape into what, like, a safer world. Sure. Like, a larger, safer world, whether that be, like, a fandom or some sort of series. Yeah. Where it's just like um you want to take the mental load off.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Okay. Yes. All right. I guess that was more of a personal question to learn about myself. But yeah. I- <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> anyways, back
0: to Swifties. Um the so the review was really positive, but she still got all these threats and it mm-hmm. was insane. What's Taylor's relationship to Swifties, Sarah?
1: Taylor maintains an unusually close. I, did, unusual, I didn't. unusual I didn't write that. And I don't think it's unusual at all. I, I disagree, Mia. I, I think <laughs> I, I think Mia might be toxic. Actually, Mia, please don't send Mia threats. <laughs> we re, she really appreciate her work. <laughs> but um, in 2014, um, she had an interview with Barbara Walters. Taylor stated, "I'm really in touch with my fans, and I know what they like. I want to come up with as many ways that we can spend time together and bond because it keeps me normal. It keeps my life feeling manageable." I don't know. And what I'm about to say isn't
0: me talking. I'm bringing in a guest to say this. But it feels like saying that that keeps you normal Mm -hmm. is insane to say. (laughs) Because what about having a bunch of people who are obsessed with you Mm -hmm. in a way that's, like, obviously normal for them. Like, they're fans of a celebrity and a singer. Yeah. What about having all of those people to your house and hanging out with them is normal? That feels like the opposite of normal. There's no situation in any normal person's life where there's 70 people who are literally, like would die for them, who they don't really know. Mm -hmm. That doesn't feel normal, right?
1: That is true. (laughs) I guess if I was in Taylor's shoes, and this is 2014, so this is before like a lot of research on like parasocial relationships and probably what artists should and should not say. I think Taylor is also very isolated in that like being famous, you know, your fans sort of validate you and your feelings. And it's just a way of feeling connected with people. but yeah, I think that, that that speaks to how she was probably feeling at the time. Very isolated and like things were unmanageable. Yeah. And her fans helped her gain a sense of control.
0: Because to me, if she was like, well, I love hanging out with this group. I ha- uh, Friends I had from high school. I don't know yeah. if she went to high school. But from high school, because they knew me before all this. And it makes me feel normal. Or I love hanging out with, I, I don't know, Ariana Grande. Because yeah. it feels like we're just normal. Because we're not both like, that ah! at each yeah. other. You know what I mean? But like. To be a person who thinks is like the way those people are treating you is yeah. not normal. Mm-hmm. Like no one else will be treating you that way. Yeah. So I think that can feel sad for her. That'd be yeah. very isolating to feel like every person who I'm interacting with is, you know, not really being their true selves around me because they're obsessed with me.
1: Yeah, therein lies the rope. <laughs> God there damn! Go. Excuse me. falling um, all over the table. Taylor often rewards her super fans she indulges in a practice that has become known as Taylor King she'll pop up in the comments when her fans are live streaming videos on Instagram reblog them on Tumblr or out of the blue send packages to their homes yeah like she'll like go through TikToks after like shows and like like videos of the shows which I actually think is very sweet Oh yeah
0: that's so nice yeah that's great
1: She's also hosted for her Superfans um, Secret Sessions. They're, these are exclusive invite-only listening sessions to preview her new albums. And she often hosts these at different homes around the U.S. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I went
0: on a date. I, I went on a hinge date one time with a girl who was at one of those secret sessions. Really? Mm-hmm. And she brought her dog on the date in a Baby Bjorn. Uh-huh. I'll never forget that. Yes. <laughs> and She was at one of the secret sessions. And she asked me to hold her dog. And she took a photo of me with the dog. Posted on her Instagram, and we only went on one hinge tape, but she kept that up for many, many years.
1: What was the point of the Bjorn if she made you hold the dog? Well, she
0: briefly, she took the ba- she, the baby, she took the dog out of the Bjorn yeah. to have me hold it briefly for a photo, and then she put the dog back in the Bjorn. Okay. Because when the, when the dog wasn't in the Bjorn, he was having a panic attack.
1: Uh, okay. And, <laughs> yeah,
0: but she was in that video, so if she pops up.
1: We could psychoanalyze her later. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's kind of what this
0: whole thing is. Yeah. She's a huge Swiftie. Yeah. She's,
1: but it was her life. And it was insane
0: because she was, I mean, she knew everything yeah. about Taylor Swift. And it had been from the very beginning, like gone to the first, I mean, had been like, I've been following Taylor Swift since before anyone knew who she was. Mm-hmm. She like, and Taylor Swift would like know her by name. Uh huh. It's so insane.
1: That is very incredible. Cool. Yeah. Um. So we're going to skip to some Taylor Swift lore. Um, as most of you all know, she was born December 13th, 1989. In <laughs> as
0: most of you all know. In
1: West Reading, Pennsylvania. <laughs> at 13, she was given an artist development deal at RCA Records. At 14, her family moved to Tennessee to help Taylor enter the country music scene. At an industry showcase in 2005, Swift caught the attention of Scott Borchetta, who was preparing to form an independent record label Big Machine Records. Taylor was one of the one of Big Machine's first signings and her father purchased a 3% stake in the company. Wow. And her first album Taylor Swift was released on October 24th, 2006. I am going to say something that okay, what here it comes. Taylor Swift originally started with country music. Yeah. And um According since she she's from you know uh, Pennsylvania so mm-hmm. she doesn't have a southern accent yeah but in her early years she did have a southern accent and I know that that may have seemed maybe unusual to her friends at home but I think that's actually pretty fucking funny it's so funny dude if I could I mean I sometimes when I get nervous I just speak in a southern accent because it's yeah. weirdly soothing yeah. But I, I totally get it. I mean, she's just selling a, I mean, I love, uh, I don't know, I don't have anything bad to say about that. I just, if I was like her You watch friend, yourself. If I was her friend from back home, I'd be like, what?
0: You know what I bet, though? She was listening to probably a lot of country music.
1: Yeah. And
0: like sometimes when I listen to a lot of country music, if I'm singing it, I'm doing a little twang mm-hmm. because that's how it sang. Yeah. Like in Taylor Swift's song, Mean. Yeah. You know, she's like, why you gotta be so mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why is she talking like that? Because, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have that accent. But yeah. I, I guess if, you know, I, I just, don't know. She's just doing a part. I'm gonna like, be honest. We're tiptoeing around this. I'm gonna be honest. I thought Pennsylvania was the South. So I'm already just totally off. Are you for real? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah.
1: Pennsylvania went <laughs> with the Union.
0: <laughs> the Union? The Civil War?
1: Oh yes. Yes. No, <laughs> yes. I know Sir. What are you doing? <laughs> and also literally the um but um so notable events, you know, November twenty fourteen, she removed her entire catalog from Spotify, arguing that the streaming company's ad-supported free service undermined the premium service, which provides higher royalties for songwriters. Um so then a couple more things with Apple Music. Um, in 2015, 2016, she had a group of friends um, known for squad goals. That's when she, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Blake Lively, Carly Claus, Selena Gomez, Cara Delevingne, Alina Dunham, Gigi Hadid, etc., so forth. I thought I always wanted to be a part of the squad. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think I always just knew I would never be a part of that. Yeah, (laughs) I said, you just don't fit in, even at a young age. I said, that's not you.
1: I mean, I know that they're probably most, like most of them are probably very nice, but I just feel like I wouldn't be like pretty enough, you know? I feel like you and I both would hold the same position in that friend group where we, uh,
0: they would constantly be being like, you guys are so funny. Because we would be like, I'm gonna have diarrhea. (laughs) I have to go. They'd be like, that is so funny. And I'd be like, no, like, I'm serious. Like, I'm not joking. (laughs) (laughs) And I would just be saying things that are true to me and they'd be like, that is insane. You're so crazy. (laughs)
1: You're so
0: weird. I just said I had to take my Lexapro. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, I have depression. And they'd be like, oh, stop! Stop, that's so funny. Mm -hmm. That's how I imagined myself in that group.
1: We do have to touch on the Kanye feud. Here we go. So you should start that off. we go. Mm -hmm. You
0: know as an ex-convict, convey.
1: As an ex-convict
0: as a felon as (laughs) as an ex kanye Mm -hmm. fan yeah i told you i used to be a huge kanye fan and it did and but now i'm not obviously Mm -mm. so um (laughs) imagine we have this podcast together and you find out one episode that i'm like still a huge kanye fan and you're just like i don't know what to do i still have this podcast with you um no i'm not anymore but i used to be and i remember when this happened it, it was the first moment of like, what's wrong with him? Mm-hmm. So in November 2014, Taylor removed her entire... Wait, This no. is wrong? <laughs> Good. Yes, the Kanye feud is on the next. Kanye feud, I got it. In 2009, the music video for You Belong With Me was named Best Female Video at the MTV Video Music Awards. Her acceptance speech was interrupted by rapper Kanye West, who said that Beyonce deserved the award. By 2015, it seemed like Taylor and Kanye had made amends at the 2015 VMAs, Taylor presented Kanye with the Video Vanguard Award. Okay, pedaling back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Did you watch this at the VMAs? Do you remember this? Yeah,
1: it was weirdly uncomfortable because I also Very think... uncomfortable. At the time, wasn't she like 19? Yes. Now,
0: I don't even know if she was 19, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me look it up because I literally think she might have been a teenager still. Well, Wait, no, 1989,
1: she was 20. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, She
0: was so young, Mm -hmm. and it was bizarre. Yeah. And Beyonce was so uncomfortable. Yeah. (laughs) And obviously Taylor Swift was, but that was so, um, yeah, it was so insane. I think it was one of those things, though, that Kanye used to be, like, it would feel like it was just one. Used to be? What? I think think what people used to think was he's just being insane in this specific moment. Mm -hmm. Like, they would almost think, like, he's... You know, obviously his mental health has been discussed a lot, but it's like, oh, he's always normal, Mm -hmm. but then he'll do something wild. Yeah. And I think in the last couple of years, people are realizing like, oh, no, those are great uh, examples of how he is all the time. Yeah. (laughs) You know, he's not he's like showing himself there rather than like he was having a bad night and Mm -hmm. he was, you know kind of getting a little wild and he was drunk and then he did that. It's like, Oh no, that's just how he is all the time.
1: Yeah. That's my thing with like, I, um, I love when people talk about mental health, but like, and I understand that a lot of people have like mental health issues, but you can, you can have mental health issues, but that doesn't excuse your behavior. Exactly. Like, if I treated someone horribly, and I the next day I was like, I'm just drunk, they're not going to be like, oh, sorry, can't, can't critique yes. you for what you said and did last night. Yeah. Like, so I think it's a, just a fine line of acknowledging that he has mental health issues, but also he has the resources to help himself. Yes. Well, and it's like, I know for me, if I have a bad mental health
0: day, mm-hmm. and in the past I have lashed out before you know if I'm yeah. having a really bad mental health they have snapped at someone or been rude to someone whatever then the next day I feel like so bad like truly yeah. so terrible and I apologize because I feel bad but I think it's like it makes it feel not I mean obviously it's like of course he has mental health but that's like when you know yeah. there's a murder trial and people are like there's a whole trial trying to decide if he has mental health issues I'm like well probably because he murdered someone so that would be you yeah. know what I mean like of course he has mental health issues, but. It's also like, if he's never felt the need to apologize, he's never felt the need, to, it's like, that's just a narcissist. That's not mm-hmm. That's not because you're having a bad day, because then you'd apologize later, you know what I mean? Yes. Thank you so much. That's my <laughs> take on Kanye. Um, by 2015, oh, I already read that, I'm sorry. In February 2016, Kanye debuted his album, The Life of Pablo, and the song Famous, the lyrics go, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. I made that bitch famous. Soon afterward, Taylor's spokesperson stated that Kanye hadn't asked for approval on the line. The 2016 Grammys, Taylor won Album of the Year for 1989 and addressed Kanye's famous lyric. During her speech, she said, I want to say to all the young women out there, there are going to be people along the way who will try to undercut your success or take credit for your accomplishments or your fame. Mm-hmm. In late June 2016, Kanye released the music video for Famous, and in the video, there's an image of a naked celebrity lying in bed with Kim and Kanye. One of the celebrities appeared to be Taylor. What? What? I didn't know that part. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, in July 2016, Kim posted the entire phone conversation between Kanye and Taylor. It seemed like Taylor was aware of the famous lyric and gave her approval. Soon after, Taylor posted a statement insisting she was never made aware of the specific line in which Kanye calls her a bitch. Uh, Taylor wrote, I would very much like to be excluded from this narrative one that i have never asked to be a part of since 20 2009
1: yeah that was a huge meme i want to be excluded from this narrative
0: <laughs> it's the same vibe as do you watch the housewives? Real housewives no there's a woman who always goes i'm disengaging yeah and she just walks away i'm disengaging
1: i would say i'm dissociating yeah I'm good luck arguing with my husk <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so true. what did you what do you think about all that drama? Do you have a thoughts on what you think happened? I think it's weirdly childish. I, I think i I mean, listening to the phone call, I've heard it, like, but I think Taylor okayed what you know, Kanye alluding to something, but like the bitch part he probably didn't say. I have
0: a question. Is it illegal to say someone's name in a song? No right. So I guess I've always been like, he's an asshole for sure, yeah. But it's not like, does he need approval to do that? You know Um, what I mean? Like, couldn't I write a whole diss track about someone, especially if I just use their first name?
1: Well, I mean, if it's, like, very disparaging, um, then yeah. Like, if you can prove that it has affected you and your business, then yeah, you can sue them.
0: But couldn't you be like, it's a different Taylor? I'm talking about my neighbor, Taylor.
1: I mean, yeah, (laughs) but... um, yeah, it's just it would get like you'd have to take it to court. I think the only thing that I would that's probably illegal here is if they recorded this conversation in California without Taylor knowing. Uh California is a two-party consent state for recording conversations, so both people have to know that the conversations are recorded. Let's see. I know that. But um <laughs> 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 Just kidding. But, um, um, yeah, so then yeah. after the year of staying out of the spotlight, Taylor uh, returned with a new album in 2017, which was Reputation, Look What You Made Me Do. Um, that was the main single on there. And then in 2020, the full phone call between Kanye uh, and Taylor was leaked. Yeah, it seems to verify Taylor's version of events. Like, she, her- she yeah. got, like, he gave a general overview, but he didn't say bitch. And so she's like, okay, yeah, to the general overview. Yeah. And then she heard it and she's like, what the? What? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Insane. Mm-hmm. Um, And he's not the only person Taylor's had a bit of a feud with. Katy Perry. Yeah. Had a feud with Katy Perry. In 2014, Taylor revealed the Bad Blood was about another woman in the music industry. Wow, I did not know this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, In an interview with Rolling Stones, Taylor stated, she basically tried to sabotage an entire arena tour. She tried to hire a bunch of people out from under me. The day after the story appeared online, Perry tweeted... Watch out for the Regina, George, and Sheep's clothing.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, our... So wouldn't that be just be Janice-ian? <laughs> it's called media <laughs> literacy, Katie.
0: That is so funny. Oh, my God. Um, in May 2017, Perry addressed the feud in an interview. Katie described how three of her typical backup dancers went on tour with Taylor Swift. Katie had advised them to add a 30-day contingency to their contract so that they could leave the tour and join Katie. Once she began touring again, when Katie was going to begin touring again, she let those three dancers know in case they wanted to join her. The dancers spoke with their management and were fired from Taylor Swift's tour. By June 2019, Taylor and Katie seemed to have made amends. Katy Perry appeared in Taylor's music video. You need to calm down where the two hug. Mm -hmm. That's nice. That is really nice. But also Katy Perry voted for Rick Caruso. So we can't really trust her in many ways. Who's that? He, oh
1: my God, I'm so scared I said the wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> you made me second, wait. Is that like someone on American Idol during her time as no. a judge?
0: <laughs> no. Um, okay, no, I did good. That's his yeah. name. You looked at me and I was like, I'm famously someone who would,
1: uh, I was talking about. Um, That's just because my eyelashes gluing one of my eyes together. <laughs> I wasn't winking or looking suspicious. I like, I, there's too much glue right here. Who's
0: the woman from Hereditary? Oh, um, oh. Oh. I can't Tony Collette. Okay, yeah. Some the other day someone said Tony Shaloub Yeah, they were talking about Tony Shalhoub, and the whole time I was imagining Tony Collette. Yeah, which is insane. They were like talking about Broadway and yeah. how she directed Rent and all this stuff, and I was like, Tony Collette directed Rent? <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> wow.
0: I did not know that she did that. So, anyways, I'm very bad with names, but I was right. No, he ran for. Um, uh,
1: Let's see. We don't have to look into it, but he I ran I, he's for a California.
0: He did California. I don't even think he ran as a Republican. I think he ran as a Democrat, but he was a Republican. Yeah, but he was, you know, he wants a lot of money and she was like, I want a lot of money. And then she voted for him. Anyways, I don't know. She also posted a photo of her voting for him from the voting booth, which is illegal, but also was an insane selfie that did kind of make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um. But he didn't win. So it doesn't really matter. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> that's my beef with Katy Perry, <laughs> which I'm sure everyone's dying to know about. Um, we're so getting- Taylor Swift is known for having a lot of love interests. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like she, a lot of people are like that, there are people who are too hard on her about that because everybody has a lot of love interests. What do you think?
1: Absolutely. So most of these are like one or two people a year. And if you yeah. think about like, uh, if I think about my list of people I've intersected, had intercourse intersex
0: with- <laughs> had intersex with no, if on I, a course, I, on a golf course.
1: I this my list would be insane. I think to yeah. one or two people a year, like that are public. I think it's just the fact that they are famous that makes it so notable. I think they're just judging a woman who it has a very normal pace yeah. in her dating life. Well, and some of them it wasn't like she made public. Like she was,
0: she was like announcing, yeah. me and this man, mm-hmm. my forever." It was like. Taylor Swift spotted getting coffee with... I mean, imagine the list of people you've gotten coffee with. Oh, my God. That woman with the baby Bjorn and the dog would be on my list. I know. She. I don't even remember her name, and she probably doesn't remember mine.
1: Mine would be the whole Old Testament. <laughs> do
0: you want to do I, a speed run of her love interests? Yes. Joe Jonas, Lucas Till, Taylor Lautner, John Mayer, <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal, who's seated <laughs> at the restaurant all the time that I served at. Mm-hmm. Connor Kennedy, Harry Styles... Oh, my God, I forgot about Harry Styles. Yeah. She did, there was that huge New Year's kiss. hmm Calvin Harris, prior to their breakup, they co-wrote the song This Is What You Came For, which features vocals from Rihanna. which was initially credited under the... Pseudonym. Mia. It's okay. Strike two with the word pseudonym. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, the pseudonym nils, Okay. Now this is a prank. Am I on
1: Is this a prank show? What are these words? This is just too much. Nils Schuberg, um and then who Tom else? Hiddleston, Joe Alwyn. Mhm. And then we're just going to run through the albums if you guys don't know. Um you have Taylor Swift, Fearless, Speak Now, Red, 1989, Reputation, Lover, Folklore and Evermore and Midnights.
0: What's your favorite one?
1: Um probably Red. 100% Red. That was like I was a senior in high school, and it just like every single song, I think that album I listened to all the way through the first yeah. day it came out, every single song was like the perfect amount of pop, you know? Yeah. And I, I yes, what's your favorite one?
0: We, I get, the first four, I I don't know where the songs are from. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I think I love a lot of her early stuff, yeah. but I don't know which one it's from. I, I mean, 1989 was huge mm-hmm. for You know, it was huge. It was, like, insane. It was, like, everyone... Yeah. Everyone's listened to all her albums, but that was, like, a big moment for her, I feel like. It was Mm -hmm. a big turning point. So I obviously loved that one. Reputation was fine, but I feel like I wasn't cool enough to, like, really... Like, I can't listen to a song yeah. where it's like, look what you made me do. Like, being me. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just not cool enough for that. Like, I'm not yeah. doing anything. I'm just, like, playing Animal Crossing all the <laughs> time. That's all I'm doing. Um, and I really liked Folklore, actually. Mm-hmm. I really did like that. Because that's the type of music I kind of like,
1: you, you know? like singer-songwriter stuff? I do. I-, I really do. I zone out with singer-songwriter stuff.
0: Yeah, I used to love, like, uh, but I like singer-songwriter with a hint of something else. Mm-hmm. Like, a li- which is, I feel like, what? She, yeah. Like, I don't love when you listen to an album and they all sound like the same song. Oh, yeah. And I feel like she doesn't really do that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I used to really love Vance Joy. Yeah. Who does Riptides. I listen to, like, all his music. Mm-hmm. He's very singer songwriter And I love, uh, well, you know I love Florence and the Sheen. They're not, that's, that's not, not singer-songwriter. Yeah. But it feels like, um, it feels like folklore felt like a mix of that and, like, Van Like very like yeah. Singer songwriting With like some like Whoa yeah. You know what I mean So I really like that one Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, everyone, I'm Devin Werkheiser.
0: I'm Lindsay Shaw.
1: And I'm Daniel Curtis Lee. And we are the hosts of Ned's Declassified, Declassified Podcast Survival, Survival Guide.
0: Guide. Ever wonder what happened to Ned and Cookie? Well, we're back. We helped
1: you guys survive middle school.
0: And now we're helping you survive adulthood. On Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide, we are re-watching episodes, bringing you special guests like Coconut Head and Janitor Gordy, and catching
1: up on the last 15 years.
0: We're talking about everything, from dating mishaps, to mental health
1: and maintaining friendships,
0: and asking the question, how do do we survive adulthood?
1: Maybe we don't always have the answers. But we're going to figure it out together. Come join us.
0: So pause that podcast you're listening to and subscribe to Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide (laughs) (laughs) on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) (laughs)
1: We're, so we're going to tackle the fan theories. Um, we're not going to do, oh, I just got my lip gloss on the mic. Oh, my God. I'm I crazy <laughs> So
0: Are these accepted by Swifties? Like, are all of these, like, these are what they believe?
1: Well, Mia um, included a status unconfirmed. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Okay um so taylor's legs are insured for 40 million dollars i remember that one um uh, taylor it's it's the status of that is unconfirmed uh, (sighs) but taylor has joked about it you know great work meredith i was just trying to love you and now you owe me 40 million dollars because she got a cat scratch on her leg so she's that's not true um there's also a theory that there's a lost taylor swift album um so evidence the prior to reputation taylor had released an album every two years setting up her sixth album to be be released in 2016. In 2016, Taylor dyed her hair platinum blonde, signaling a new era, and fans geared up for release. Then the Kim Kanye Taylor drama happened and Swift let the public uh, left the public eye until Reputation's release in 2017. Wow. Um, and look what ma- you made me do music video. Uh, Swift can be seen cutting off the wings of an airplane labeled TS-6 and perhaps Taylor Swift's sixth album and scrawling the word Reputation over it. This might be an allusion to the idea that her planned 6 album was scrapped and rebuilt into Reputation. The song lyrics go, the world moves on another day, another drama, drama, but not for me, not for me. All I think about is karma and then in the man Mm. music video Swift is dressed up as a man who pees on the wall the wall has the title of her um, albums in graffiti plus the word karma and then next to one of the karma tags is a sign that says missing if found return to Taylor Swift Mm. and then in 2016 um, interview with Vogue Swift said karma is real I definitely think she had a six album that she scrapped
0: oh yeah you know who Taylor Swift should work for who she should quit singing she should work for herself no she should work for the masked singer
1: Oh. Because
0: she would be incredible. Like you, you watch want her shit? on
1: The Masked Singer? No, I want her to be,
0: <laughs> this would be a huge, probably downgrade and a lot more work. <laughs> well, yes. no, she works very hard, but this would be a, you know, a, just a like a set design job. Yeah. But on, have you watched The Masked Singer? No. Or The Masked Dancer? So they it's all celebrities and they have masks on and you're trying to guess who it is and they drop hints throughout the whole season. Mm-hmm. So like they'll do a uh, performance and they'll be like, a specific number that's supposed to like make you think of that celebrity. So there's like hints throughout the yeah. whole thing of who the celebrity is. Yeah. Taylor Swift should do that for a living. She'd be so good at it.
1: I think it would be cool to have all of Taylor Swift's albums in like an I Spy book. Or like, cause you know, oh, cause the yeah. I Spy books are about the same size as like an album. So you flip through and it's like each of Taylor's albums. I mean, this would be an expensive like yeah. set, but then you have like little hints of like things or like Easter eggs. Cause I think I Spy or um, Book of Riddles, honestly, <laughs> if she like had a book of magic, a book about like magicians, I'd be like, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Cause she's very good at like weaving a tail. Right. Totally. Mm. It's yeah. incredible.
0: Um, it's way too much for me to keep up with. I could literally never mm-hmm. I would miss two things and be like, I'm done. I can't, I don't What's can't happening? Go back. I don't yes. know what's going on. Yeah. That's how I was all through school. I would be so in it and then for two seconds I space out and I'd be like, Well, never gonna learn this. I <laughs> yeah. we'll fail this test. That's fine.
1: Um What about the theory that Taylor travels inside a suitcase to avoid paparazzi? I mean, do you wanna read about that? I have, once I find it,
0: <laughs> we'll see if we'll see if that ever happens. Um oh yes. In 20, uh, oh, I see, I found it, I found it, okay. Theory, Taylor Swift travels inside a suitcase in order to avoid paparazzi. There's some evidence. Splash News published a picture of two men carrying a giant black suitcase from Taylor Swift's Tribeca apartment into a waiting SUV. The caption for the photo alleged that Swift was inside. Splash then retracted its claim, stating that the photographer who wrote the caption was not really a regular photographer that we use, and that the report stated it as a fact, which we actually don't know. Mm -hmm. The same large suitcase was being wheeled out and into Taylor's apartment in some photos. It was being carried by two men. She was used... Uh, sorry, she has used other weird tactics to avoid paparazzi: walking backwards, walking sideways.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that this one is true. How does that help? Walking? Oh well, because um, I guess you can't get like a certain photo, like angle. You can't really adjust. Oh, I see. <laughs> I know uh, Daniel Radcliffe used to wear like the same outfit every day as he was leaving a set. So like when they tried to sell the pictures, they're like, "This is from the same day." Yeah. But um, Zayn Malik seemed to confirm the rumor in an interview with Vogue. She was traveling around in a suitcase. He said to a friend, Uh, "Taylor Swift's ability to." to, fr- yeah, he was talking about her avoiding the paparazzi, which I understand, um, I know when she goes on stage for the heiress tour, she's in like a custodial, like a massive custodian box, and I feel like, honestly, that sounds crazy, but like, no, if you don't want people taking photos of you, and you don't wanna wear reflective gear, or the same outfit every day, yeah. or you just wanna leave your house, get the big suitcase, you know? I mean, I can't even imagine, because I,
0: um... I'm my fame is very similar to Taylor's. Yes. <laughs> no, not at all. But I, you know, I get recognized sometimes. I'm sure you also do in public. Yeah. It's like we get recognized sometimes. And I'm so awkward and I'm so bad at it and I get so uncomfortable. I do it's very nice and I always love chatting with people, but I'm like I I, I will even when I walk into a place, kind of like have my head down sometimes, which is crazy because I am not even anything. But yeah. I still get so nervous. Or if I look really bad or mm-hmm. if I like and having a bad day. Yeah. One time I was crying at the TWA hotel. Yeah. About my dad. Yeah. And I was crying and I was eating a huge piece of pizza and a group of girls came up to me and like introduced themselves and I was like sobbing and yeah. eating this piece of pizza and I was drunk. <laughs> and I think about that constantly. So I just am, I like, I feel like if I was, if I can imagine what I have times 7.7 billion. Yeah. I would be hiding in a suitcase.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I, thankfully I look so drastically different without makeup on that people are like, ooh.
0: Well, that's how I know I'm looking bad because I only do really ugly characters online. And so sometimes when I go to an event, nobody knows me. If I'm like dressed up, oh, but yeah. then I'll leave, going to the grocery store and people are coming out the, the woodworks yeah. and I say, I must know I look terrible because everyone's <laughs> like, I know you, you're that 50 year old
1: woman online. Do the voice. Yeah, exactly. Um, So she
0: travels in a suitcase, that's basically confirmed, Mm -hmm. but it is technically unconfirmed.
1: Wait, let's skip to the Easter eggs, because I feel like there's a lot of stuff.
0: Yes, Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. Taylor is known for leaving little Easter eggs and clues for her fans. Uh, Washington reporter Emily Yar writes, Swift has taken great joy in building her own mythology as she embeds clues, hints, and puzzles into her music, social media posts, and even seemingly offhand comments during interviews. Fans have been conditioned to think that everything could have a hidden meaning, whether she's revealing a meaningful fact about her life or announcing the date of a tour and they can work themselves into a frenzy trying to figure it out.
1: As someone who is neurodivergent, that sounds like a nightmare. Like, I already speak sometimes very literally. So, like, if, uh, but I know that's strategic for her, but the idea of someone's like, what do you mean by that? I'd be like, I'm just trying to cross the street. And they're like, by cross the street, you mean, like, post a new video today? Uh, yeah. yeah, like, I don't know. But yeah.
0: Imagine if people tried to do that for this podcast. Yeah. They'd be like, so when Sarah said she was shitting her pants,
1: yes. what do we think that meant? Yeah. <laughs> it means she had a toxic childhood yeah. and that she longs for a diaper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, it means I have IBS. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Swift has left
0: puzzles and secret messages for fans for more than 15 years. She definitely doesn't. Most people, if they were telling me oh, I think this and this and this. I'd be like, you're being insane. Like, mm-hmm. she does not care. Yeah. She's not thinking about it. But Taylor Swift is. Yeah. She really is doing all of that. She also, um, yeah, they've been trained to look for hints from Taylor. Um, here's some examples of Easter eggs. Album linear notes. Taylor's album linear, linears, am I saying that right? Liners. Liners. It's okay. I made it a more complicated word. We have dyslexia. Taylor's album, Liners, all have secret messages hidden in the lyrics for each song. The capitalized letters in each set of lyrics spell out a message. The message usually expands on the meaning or significance of the song.
1: The thing is, is if Taylor Swift, God forbid, were ever kidnapped, I feel like it would she would be incredible at dropping hints. Uh, like, sure. she would be found very quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%.
0: Mm-hmm. Just especially because of the amount of, amount of people that would be
1: looking for her. I know, like, I, um, I texted my partner, like, if I got kidnapped, like, what could I say that would make you think that I'm in danger? And they were like, you, all you'd have to text me is, my mom was right. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have to, if you could not tell? <sighs> what, what, but how are you getting
0: access to, I guess what I guess in my head, if you get kidnapped, you're not given like, it's not like jail where they're like, you get one call.
1: Yeah, well I mean Use like. Use it
0: wisely, because I guess I would text, I've been kidnapped, here's the address.
1: Well I mean like if they're behind you with like a gun or something, and they're like, if you're gonna, you're like, I wanna text, and they're like, don't say anything, I'd be like, I fucking love my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, everything she's ever said has been so correct, you know, yeah. like looking back at my life, she, the woman it has wisdom beyond her years. Sure. And that's when you know that it's not I, good. I, you need to swap my location.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: What would I say? I would probably say,
0: I would probably say.
1: Can't wait to see my dad later? I can't wait to see my dad, yeah. <laughs> I would say, <laughs> I
0: can't wait to spend time with my dad. Bring me the biggest book yeah. you can find. I'm mm. going to read it together. Yeah. And someone would say something's going on.
1: Or like, I'm going on a run with my dad later. On a run?
0: Yeah, That then they wouldn't even read the dad part. They'd just be like, whoa, oh God, <laughs> she's running for her life, probably. Yes. That's not good. Um, Midnight Mayhem. Midnight's Mayhem. In the lead up to the Midnight's release, Taylor posted videos on TikTok where she revealed some names of the albums. As part of the reveal, she would spin a bingo cage. This is too much.
1: What is that
0: to A-24.
1: That is so funny. Can you imagine doing a bingo game with an entire stadium? That would be she like- She did it on stage?
0: No. Oh. <laughs> Bring out the bingo roller. Yeah. That's insane. Um, it's so funny because she's the the most famous person on earth. Yeah. And the thought of like her being in her room doing that feels very much like me in middle school making YouTube videos. Yeah. Like her just being all the lighting set up and her with her bingo thing. I just think that's very uh, sweet. Mm hmm. Okay fans noticed that she'd held the phone okay I missed a part as parts of the reveal as part of the reveal she would spin a bingo cage, pull out a track number and hold up a vintage phone mm-hmm. as she said the track name. there's so many props involved. her Amazon cart just must be full full yeah um, fans noticed that she held the phone upside down for certain track names anti-hero and vigil anti shit. Swift immediately correlated this with some type of hidden meaning. It was later revealed that these two songs were the singles of the album. Oh, I thought it was because there was anti in both of them. Mm-hmm. So it was like thumbs down. The phone's upside down.
1: <laughs> There's. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Maybe I'm right.
1: <laughs> yes, <you laughs> Doesn't are. seem like it because she
0: already said, but I, I, maybe I am. Do you want to tell us about the. 2022 VMAs?
1: Yeah, in the 2022 VMAs, uh, Taylor announced Midnight's to be her next album. She wore a silver bejeweled dress, similar to the one she wore in the Look What You Made Me Do music video. This might have been a hint for her song Bejeweled on the Midnight's album. Um, uh, Let's do the Eras. Uh, uh, She had an Eras manicure. She posted a photo of her manicure, the last slide of the carousel for the Eras tour, which each color of her nails likely referenced for different albums, Eras. Mm. And then... um, we also have the Me music video. When Taylor released the music video for the Smash Hit Me, she hadn't re- revealed the title of her upcoming seventh album, but she did reveal that the name was hidden somewhere in the background of the Me video. Fans noticed this lover sign perf- uh, pretty quickly and also realized that every time the lyric lover was written in the Me uh, lyric video, it was capitalized. All right, should we, should we skip down to Gaylor? We're gonna go straight into the Gaylor. Cause
0: we can't miss it and mm-hmm. we're running out of time. The Gaylor Theory. Yes. I honestly, I'm not going to share all my thoughts on this because okay. I will get reamed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I'll be, you know, I'll share a little bit of what I think. What is it? Some fans believe that Taylor Swift is gay or bisexual, pansexual, queer, or fluid. The, they use lyrics, social media photos, comments, and interviews as clues to Taylor's sexuality. Those who believe that Taylor is heterosexual are called Hetlers. <laughs> that sounds, sounds like a slur. A slur. I hate
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a slur. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any evidence of this theory, Sarah? Um, after photos of Swift and Carly Kloss possibly kissing were released, Swift liked a bunch of Gaylor related posts on Tumblr that same night. She later unliked these posts. Gaylers believe that the song Betty is about Taylor being gay due to themes of yearning and secrecy. <laughs> There's like a Subaru in it. She's wearing Chacos. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, all right. There's some legitimacy to that. Uh, later, Swift would say the song was about a love triangle between a boy and two girls. Her album, "Lovers" seemed to have gay imagery <laughs> and uh, lyrical motifs. Yeah, like gay, she's just scissoring <laughs> Carly <laughs> <Claus. Yes>. Um <laughs> She's been criticized for queer baiting during her lover era. You guys, you cannot queer bait queer bait if you are a real person. Only queer baiting is for um like movies and TV shows. Um but You don't think you can you don't think if you're No, it's a media term. Like it it's only in used in reference I, to
0: I know, but if they're but if what they've made the term queer baiting mean.
1: Yeah. In like
0: you don't think queer baiting could be like someone is stri- what, so what would you call it if someone is straight? Like they identify as straight, like with their friends, yeah. But then they are are trying to make people in the world think they're gay, and utilize that. What do you think that is? Closeted?
1: No, um, <laughs> I would say no. I mean, this is what's happening. This is another fandom I'm scared to interact with. It kind of happens with Harry Styles. Yeah, but I mean, we're sp- kind of happens. We're not supposed <laughs> to speculate about like people's sexuality, but this is. We're gonna. Um, I mean, there's also no harm if she is gay, um, you know. Yeah, I mean. Or by like <laughs> no, yeah, right, yeah. I don't, uh, but um, but what
0: would you? So you don't think that's queer baiting?
1: I mean, I think you don't think if someone's like, oh,
0: I know my fans think I'm gay. Gay. Yeah. I'm not gay. I'm not saying sh- this is what's happening, but she's like, if she was like, I'm not gay, but I'm gonna do these things to make them think I'm gay because it's benefiting me. You don't think that's queer baiting?
1: I think it, there's, it's something similar. I think if you are alluding to the fact that you are gay and getting a lot of income from the gay community mm-hmm. or from that, then you should definitely clarify um, if you are or not, because um, that's where it gets dicey. Yeah, it gets weird. It gets weird. Mm-hmm. Um, in the music video for "You Need to Calm Down," Taylor wore a wig in the colors of the bisexual <laughs> flag, and that's just because I'm sorry. Besides the lesbian flag and the bisexual <laughs> flag, those are the most aesthetically pleasing yes! flag colors. It's like anytime she wears orange, it's like, are coming
0: out. Oh, she's coming out. I'm like, yeah. she's wearing orange. I, every time I never wear orange because I look terrible in it. So
1: I uh, that mean I'm not lesbian? Yeah. I think like they're, um, I, it's just like, did you ever, I don't know if I made a joke about this before, but I love like color theory now. And mm-hmm. whenever I see someone put their face over a pride flag, I'm like, you're not a winter. But you are a bisexual. Yeah, but you know? are bisexual. <laughs> well, it's so insane because up here it says,
0: you know, they don't know if she's gay, if she's a lesbian, if she's bi, if she's pan. So if you take all of those flags, that mm. is almost every color. So yeah. anytime she wears any color, she could be alluding to the fact that she's on the spectrum yeah. of sexuality. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, I'm getting,
0: oh, I'm getting fired up. I knew but this I mean, was it happen. could, it could but be. But she something. probably
1: is gay. I don't. She sometimes swaps male pronouns for female pronouns in songs. Because sometimes men don't deserve her beautiful melodies. <laughs> you ever you I'm gonna be plugging my computer in, but you can keep going. Like you've Taylor Swift is an incredible songwriter, and some of the songs just it I understand that men can be romantic and lovable, but sometimes the song is so beautiful it has to be about a woman. And that's and I, and, but I mean, she could be gay. We're not saying anything. Um, she's donated to LGBTQ plus organizations like GLAAD. Oh, who hasn't? <laughs> um, she's performed Curious with Haley Kiyoko during the Reputation Stadium Tour. This is where like a lot of her like friends that are in bands, like she did a Muna Open for her during the Eras Tour. And I'm yes. like- we got a lot of gays here. But I also think that they're more singer. Well, Hayley Kilco is not a singer songwriter, but they're like deeper with their lyrics. And I would, uh, Taylor, who is deeper with their lyrics, yeah. I feel like you'd want to, you know, work with people who are like Phoebe Bridgers, who's yeah. like similar to you in writing yeah. style. Yeah. You have the baby again?
0: <laughs> he's coming out for a little bit.
1: We're interviewing me this time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I thought,
0: well, he's creeping he's interviewing me you. out. You don't like him? Nice, fine, whatever. Oh my God, he's a gayler, that's why I brought him out.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, She released the song, Me, a song about embracing individuality on Lesbian Invisibility Day. But to me, that she shouldn't do that. Well that was
0: just a gift. This is what's so hard, I don't know what she is. She's Mm -hmm. never told anyone. If she's not a lesbian, that's a problem. So now I think she's in a tough situation, because if she doesn't come out as gay, then there's a lot of things she's done that I think are not great. Uh,
1: I am impartial. I think that her and Carly Claus have definitely kissed, and I think that if she's scissored from time to time, it's I think yeah. I think she's enough behind the line for me that I'm like you don't need to clarify at this point. I think if I if celebrity m- tries to make people think they're queer or like profit off the queer like community aesthetic and they haven't done anything that's even remotely gay, I'm like hold up. But yeah. Taylor, I know has she can appreciate the female form. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna label you. I guess what I feel though is
0: that as a gay woman, Yes. I don't care if she's gay. Like, I guess I just feel like, okay, like, and if she, like, so there's so much like, is Taylor gay? Is she, we have to, fit. she's dropping all the, and I'm like, if one day she comes out, I feel like it's gonna be like, okay, well, now we know that about her. Like, I just don't care very much. And so I think there's so many, it's like, turned coming out, Into this, like, game that's like, ooh, find the Easter eggs of if I'm gay or not. And it's like, what is this? Yeah. And I don't even know if that's what she's doing. Although she did come out and sing that one song, fully dressed as Carly Kloss, So I'm like, I do think she is dropping hints, Mm -hmm. but that is weird
1: (laughs) to do. Um, The hang up for particularly Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss is that if Taylor Swift, uh, um, agrees with any of or like admits any of the gay stuff with Carly Kloss, she would put Carly Kloss at risk because Carly Kloss is part of now like a large Republican family. And so like if Taylor says, you know, maybe in the future she's distanced herself from Carly, I mean they have they're not like as close as they were, obviously, but like I think that she would need um like it would hurt Carly. And yeah. if you cared about someone in the past, like we all know that if you're gay, you know that coming out if if you were to if you were in Taylor <coughs> Taylor's shoes and you confirm that, you'd be forcing someone else out of the closet. Yeah. And so we know like that's where it gets dicey. So it's probably not just even her involved yeah. anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's, it's, it totally makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. And then also, many thought that Lavender Haze, the first track on Midnights, would be a song about her sexuality since Lavender is the gay. Like, if you don't know, Lavender means you're lesbian. Um, it's frequently used as a symbol of the queer community. Actually, no, it doesn't mean you're lesbian, it means you're gay. But I associate Lavender with that. Um, there also were theories about Taylor and Carly Kloss dating. Um, they were known as close friends. December of 2014, Swift performed at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show where they held hands on Kloss, uh, with Kloss on the runway. And then in, in 19 <laughs> in 1975 in 2014, she attended a 1975 photo where the pair were possibly kissing were taken, but. Um, you know, throughout 2014, 2016, Taylor and Carly were frequently photographed together going to lunch, dinner, et cetera. There are a bunch more theories on that. And I think that, uh, yeah, I think the only reason if Taylor is gay, she hasn't come out because that would put Carly in like a very bad, not bad, not it's not bad to be gay, but I mean like in, um, a situation she probably doesn't want to be in. Well, but I think
0: a lot of this, it's a little different now because I know Taylor is single as of recent, mm-hmm. but I did find it bizarre where people would be like, is she gay? And sometimes I'm like, well, she is dating a man. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's only, from my knowledge, ever dated men. Yeah. So unless she is dating men and is closeted, no. <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? Yeah. She's
0: not. Like, there's no, you, like, and it, I imagine how that feels as that boyfriend being like, well. yeah. Like there's all these theories and people think is Taylor gay? Is he gay? And he's just waiting, being like, well, I guess we'll find out because I hope not because she's my girlfriend. But I'm like, she's date, she's and that's fine. She doesn't need to be fully gay. Yeah, she can be bisexual or pansexual or whatever. But she is date. She's dated so many men, Mm -hmm. and she was currently dating a man for like six years and like lived with him and Mm -hmm. wrote all these things about how much she loved him. So. I'm like, with the information she's provided you, no, she's not gay. Yeah. If she chooses to come out later, that's not something you should be, insert. not you, but yeah. <laughs> that's not something, you need to insert yourself into a relationship mm-hmm. and be like, is she gay? I guess I'm just the whole thing. I'm like, who cares?
1: Do you know what I mean? I think we should all take our tops off and chill out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, if she
0: really, like, I think if she came out as gay, it would be a news story for a week,
1: and then people would be like, okay, now she's gay. Who mm-hmm. ca- Who really cares? You guys need to calm down. <laughs> um, so we do have to touch on the Scooter Braun uh, master's controversy, because um, what happened with Scooter Braun? Scroll well, down a bit. I'll tell you.
0: I found it. What happened? Media reported in June 2019 that Scooter Braun had purchased Big Machine from Scott Bruschetta for $330 million. At this point, Taylor's contract with Big Machine had expired, and she was signed with Republic Records. Taylor's contract with Republic Records includes a provision that she's ownership of her masters. With this purchase, Braun became the owner of all the masters' music videos and artwork copyrighted by Big Machine, including those of Swift's first six studio albums.
1: Fuck, man. I hate men. Then what happened? Swift stated prior to Braun's purchase, she had tried to purchase her master's, but Big Machine had offered unfavorable conditions. Swift alleged that Big Machine blocked her from using her music for the 2019 American Music Awards and her documentary, Miss Americana, um, while Big Machine... That's for your own documentary... And Well, Big Machine released live from Clear Channel Strip 2008 um, an unreleased work by Swift without her approval. Wow. What the
0: That fuck? can't be legal. I guess it is, but that feels like that's insane.
1: Yeah. You want to maintain a good working relationship, don't you, as well? Um, Swi- the woman's going to make more money. Swift announced she would re-record the six albums to gain complete ownership over them. This is, without a doubt, the biggest... Like, when I... I don't often look up to celebrities for like what they do, yeah. But re-recording every album you've ever done—oh my
0: god—just
1: like is the biggest like fuck you, and and I love
0: it, you yeah, know. Totally, yeah. So when I search like an older song,
1: make on sure it's Taylor's version on it. Okay, I didn't yeah. know.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a bizarre business move as well for him because it's like no one is ever gonna want to work with you because they're gonna be like you are a People nightmare. Are.
1: Like people- Who works with him? Like Kim Petras, like Doja Cat. All right, and I like Doja Cat. I think Doja Cat got signed before this happened. Well, that's
0: these people might be signed in long contracts, but I would be like, wow, you are unprofessional and like an yeah. asshole. And I, yeah. know, go, I know working with you, all that information. Like, and that's mm-hmm. gonna make people act accordingly. I think, maybe I'm wrong, but- yeah.
1: It also just sucks. Cause at a certain point in your success, in any point of any type of entertainment, you're gonna be forced into working with a man who's done some shit, and like, if you say no, there's there's so little men that are like, yeah. you're only, you're surrounded by predominantly men that you're just going to like cut yourself off from the industry altogether, which sucks. And I'm not being like, so give yeah, you know, yeah. it just sucks. Like if I, like I'm, we're working our way up in comedy. I feel like both of us are gonna get to a certain point where we're gonna be asked like to. And it's just gonna be like I'm gonna miss this massive opportunity because I don't yeah. want to work this piece, with this piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Totally. Or you do work with them, and then you—that's what's so hard. It's it's like no other. When you're a female in any industry, it's like you get to a certain point and you have to make like a moral decision. Oh. And like that's, men don't have to do that.
1: That's what pisses me off about stuff like this. Okay, if you uh, sh- okay you know Scooter Braun don't work with him whatever the thing is is these men they get cancelled but you know what happens is people like go after the women who work with the men so much harder because we're used to blaming the sins of men on women exactly I've these men have you know gotten cancelled what happened they're still working but the women just get degraded like by millions of people because they're associated with them and while they're not completely innocent in something like this it's just like are you serious yeah well it's
0: like I mean obviously this happened a lot in this industry but people will be like what that actress like slept her way to the top or whatever yeah. and I remember someone like years ago was like would you sleep with Lauren Michaels if he said you could be on SNL yeah and at this point in my life no I would not but I remember at 19 being like yes I 100% would yeah. <laughs> like I the person I was talking to was like that's insane and I was like well at uh, I mean, I worked my whole life for this. Mm-hmm. I've put in so much work and I shouldn't be put in that position. Yeah. And once again, at now where I'm at, no, I would not do that. And also like as I've grown and whatever. But at 18, I was like, yeah, yeah. because I want to do that. And also a lot of those not sleep with them. Because yeah. <laughs> I have a crush on Lauren Michaels. I do want to sleep yeah. with them. <laughs> no, but like I, I want. I've worked for this one thing and someone's saying, well, you can't have it. And it's not even just you can't have this thing. So many of those situations where, well, if you don't do this, not only can you not have this, but you're not going to get anything. For really, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to have you just blacklisted from this entire industry.
1: The thing is, with the sleeping your way to the top comment, is there? It, you're missing the big point is that there's a system in place where like this is what women have to do if they want to excel so you're shitting on the woman for participating in a completely unfair system that's already rigged against her yeah like you're blaming the victim it's like how um men will make fun of women for having daddy issues like they they think that that's a slight on women it's like you're making fun of women for what men have done you know it's like the fact that there's even a system where you can sleep, but yes, I would fuck Lauren Michaels at this point in my life just to cut off some time. But truly, because it's like, wh- I'm not going to have done all this to then not
0: get to do that. Because yeah. Because, you know, like that, that's insane. Yeah. Like, and, and it's like, I, I think most men, if they had to be put in that position, would do it. But they're not. So they can easily just be like, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But it's so common. I mean, obviously, there's documentaries and after documentary, movie after movie of women who had to do that. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're going to throw away your entire career that you've worked for. That should never be a position you're put in. Yeah. But if you're put in that position, it's not an easy decision. Because yeah. this is everything you've ever worked towards. Mm-hmm. Anyways.
1: It's unfair, but Scooter Braun. So basically, Taylor uh, re-recorded, um, you know, Fearless Red, and she's gonna re-record uh, Speak Now, which is I think that it, during the Eras tour, she's hinting that that's the next one coming up. Wow. realistically, it is. And then you know, musicians, journalists, politicians, scholars supported Swift's stance. You know. Um, the prompting discourse on artist rights, intellectual property, so on and so forth. Um, you know, iHeartRadio said it would replace the older versions with Swift's re-records. And sits expressed regret over purchasing Swift's Masters and Big Machine at Large and subsequently sold his entire company, Ithaca, to Hive Corporation. Oh, interesting. Okay. And the Swifties went off after Scooter. And we do, I'm um, just going to briefly touch on the Eras tour. There's a lot of different fan theories. Like I said, a lot of people think Speak Now is going to be the next album announced because during the tour, um, Taylor has a bunch of dancers who are wearing different clothing that represents each album. And the person who's wearing the Speak Now reference is trapped behind like a glass box and she's trying oh. to get out. Yeah. So people are like... And then there's just a bunch of other tips and fan theories. But how can people
0: even have fun at these concerts? I feel like I would be so focused. Well, I mean, you got like three hours. Oh my god! But I feel like anytime someone walked on or off stage, I would be like, "What does this mean?" Yeah. Like I couldn't. I couldn't be. Who's singing along? I would have like a notepad <laughs> yes. and pen out. My Chromebook. <laughs> yes. I'd be so focused. Um, all right. Are we good to talk to our guest, do you think? I think so. We've got a guest here who's a super fan. I'm honestly scared to let her in the room because she's been banging on the door here and what we're talking about, Taylor Swift. hmm She heard me say she might not be gay, and sh- there was a scream from the hallway. Yeah. So we have a Swifty here, and I can't wait to talk to her.
1: I can't wait to hear what she said to you. <laughs> I
0: know. I'll let you know. Okay. Because what do you have to
1: do again? You said you had something you had to do.
0: I have to go take a uh, dump.
1: Yeah. hmm seems like that happens every other week. <laughs> mm-hmm. If Taylor Swift were here right now, she'd laugh at that Yeah. All right, here we go.
0: And we're back. I'm so excited because we are with a real Swifty.
1: Hi. Hi, hey, this is you. Olivia
0: Benson. How are you?
1: I'm good. My name was originally Patricia Ann Smith, but okay. Olivia Benson is Taylor Swift's cat. <gasps>
0: Oh my God! So you named
1: yourself—is that legal? Legally changed? Mm-hmm. Went to the courthouse and everything. Wow! So you are a huge fan of Taylor Swift. I am a big fan of Taylor Swift. Oh my God! How long have you been a Swiftie for? Um, since she started singing. Literally, I saw her at a wow. Philadelphia 76ers game. This is before she even had albums, and I was like, I'm hooked. So I've just been... from the national anthem, mm-hmm. "Star Spangled Banner." Oh. I know, and I was like, who is this? So I just been following her since she was <gasps> eleven. Wow! Well, how many concerts have you been to? Ooh, um, 224, it would have been, a that includes festivals, course. <laughs> oh, wow. But I would have gone to 225, but I was hit by a city bus, mm. and they did not know, so I was plastered uh, to the front during one of her Reputation uh, concerts, so I just made a couple laps around the city. Are you okay? Yeah, I actually, um, eventually we got into a point in the route where we picked up a, b- a bunch of Swifties leaving the stadium, <laughs> I guess. And I was like, girls, tell me about it! <laughs> and they did? Yeah, they did. Were you injured? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. (laughs) And the bus driver didn't notice. you up there. No, they thought I was a bike. (laughs) Mm, Oh, man. Uh, I'm so sorry, Olivia. That is just terrible. it's it's okay. I made a lot of great friends along the way, literally. (laughs) Do Do you have a favorite album? Oh, that's like asking me who my favorite sibling is, which Mm. is Martha. Uh, (laughs) Oh, Martha, you hear that? Are you listening? But I would say I love uh, Speak Now. Okay. Lover, Red, Reputation, Fearless, Folklore. Evermore, Taylor the you know, her debut. So that's probably my favorite.
0: The debut or all of them?
1: All of them. Oh, okay. You missed Midnight. <laughs> no, Midnight, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> sorry. So you sorry. don't like Midnight? Is no, that what you're saying? No, sorry, sorry. It's the residual bus injury. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. yeah. It
0: happened at Midnight. You got hit by a bus at Midnight, so you always forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you? what do you think about Gaylor? I gay. see you're wearing a hat.
1: I know, I know. Um, I don't think it's right to speculate on anyone's sexuality. But if she is gay... I will be too.
0: so you're wearing a gayler hat though, so I think you'
1: probably believe it. am I? I? just I didn't even notice that yeah, and the it looks like it's homemade as well, so no yes, it is a little bit. <laughs> I mean if Taylor comes out as gay, I will too. okay, and I will learn to like it.
0: so you don't like you don't like dating women as of now.
1: I've never tried it. I tried it briefly when uh her and Carly Kloss were besties okay. um, but I couldn't get into the it hurt my back. mm yeah.
0: <laughs> well, what? because of
1: the bus incident. Sure, okay, mm-hmm. what hurt your back? The sex. So you did, <laughs> you've had gay sex. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh. Um, I got a uh, lockjaw pretty bad and um, <laughs> uh, when I went to it a seems concert. Like you liked I, it then. <laughs> I know, I, I, I got locked jaw so bad I went to a concert and I couldn't even sing along because my face is stuck like this. Whose concert? Uh, Taylor's. Oh hey, yeah.
0: I, I could have guessed. I could have guessed. <laughs> so how'd you sing all the songs? I said What was that song? <laughs> Love you is red. Oh, Red. Oh, okay, that's good. Yes. I couldn't tell with the lock trap. I know. Um, well, that is just incredible. Do you have any thoughts about the Katy Perry feud?
1: Um, I was upset at the time, yes. Yeah. I did fist fight a bunch of Katy Cats in twenty fourteen. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I do another have another injury? Mm-hmm. I have a lot of priors. Um, what but... is that? <laughs> Arrests. Oh. <laughs> Across uh, many a different states, uh, which makes attending concerts very hard. Oh, mm-hmm. so
0: do you ever have to miss one because of your record?
1: Um, No, no, I am pretty good. I'm a master of disguise. Ooh. Much like Taylor herself. <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> I also come in um in and, and a custodial cart,
0: <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, that's how you came into this building. It was weird, it was yes, scary. Yes. We kept telling you, no, we have to do a security check and the <laughs> yeah. man you were with said no. Yeah. That was bizarre. Oh, no. Oh, uh, well, tell me, please. Some people say, uh-huh. I would never say this. Okay. People say Taylor Swift does a little too much. What do you think about that? Does a little too much? Yeah. with On what? She does too much.
1: I would say that those people are lazy, uninspired, um, going nowhere with their life. I oh. think if they were to disappear tomorrow, no one would look for them. I think... Um, if Taylor, Taylor is a visionary. She's, uh, she's skinned, but beautiful, you know, okay. she's a Riddler, you know, and she's given us more than a, more than, I, I, I who, who's saying this? Okay, I, am
0: so sorry. Is it a I, Katie
1: Cat? I, I, probably, but I did, re- I, women run shit, are you coming at me?
0: I can't tell what you're are doing. Are you saying this? No, I misread the question. Okay. But you had an incredible response, so. I'm glad I asked it incorrectly.
1: I always have lip gloss on me because I got press ons and I can't really punch without <laughs> something in my fist. <laughs> You'll hurt yourself. Yeah, I know. Some people say she dates too much. What do you think about that? I say this people need to get a job. And you know what? In uh, solidarity with Taylor, whenever she dates someone, I always try to find a man with that same name. Mm. And I will say the only real uh, challenging one was Calvin. And I had to go to Florida and I dated this 75-year-old man. Mm-hmm. But thankfully she didn't date Calvin Harris for too long, so it was only a yeah. year-long relationship. How was Harry Styles? Harry's- oh no, I met a I met a lot of Harrys. Oh really? Mm-hmm. You dated one? Yeah. What were they like? <laughs> they were British. Mhm. And they always had four other friends with them. Was this Harry Styles? No, 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 no. Taylor was dating been. Harry. That would have been so maybe he would have sh- cheated on her and I would have Maybe with
0: you. Sounds like he cheated on her with you. I would never hurt Taylor. I mean I I didn't say it but I think it seems like maybe you did.
1: I, it, no, I have never Taylor I would never.
0: Taylor listens to this podcast. Taylor
1: please no, I would never hurt you. And now she knows. I would <laughs> I, I, I I I no. But she writes so many songs about her exes. What do you think about that? Well, I mean like uh, th- what what do they expect? Don't be a piece of shit if you don't want someone to write a song about you, you know. Yeah,
0: don't cheat on don't cheat on her with you. Yeah, like what I'm hearing.
1: I have a, my ex Calvin got a restraining order against me and a restraining order is just a a legal document version of a song, right? you know, and I have a lot of songs written about me then, quote unquote. So it's actually You have more than
0: one restraining order. Yes,
1: very flattering. (laughs) Harry has actually given me a couple, yeah.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. And so Calvin, what was his last name? The guy Calvin you dated? Mm.
1: Kennedy. All right. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. So not the same one. No, no. But still a famous one. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: He was a Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so which is because Taylor's dated a Kennedy. <laughs> was it the same one? No. No. All no, right, no because no. you're
0: getting you maybe Taylor's you Taylor's worst enemy, really. <laughs> I just spit everywhere.
1: <laughs> That's so okay. I, hashtag spitting for Taylor. <laughs> ah! <laughs> no.
0: Tell me. I feel like you're gonna get fired up about this. What are your thoughts on Scooter Braun?
1: We don't even say that name in my house. All right. It's like it's like you, Voldemort. You know who. Yeah, you know who. Yeah. Like I I wish I could had a good Abraham. You yeah. know? I um mm, I'm sorry. I just can't even. He makes me upset.
0: I'm so sorry. We'll talk about something else. Please. Thank you. Do you need a break? You need to take a break. You need to get a water?
1: No, 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 no. I um do to. I mean, I've been to so many Taylor Swift's concerts that I don't need to drink water for 18 yeah. hours, and I maintain a level head. <laughs>
0: can you sleep standing up?
1: <laughs> yes, I can.
0: Wow. And I can
1: also shit standing up.
0: Well, a lot of people can do that. It's just not recommended. Actually,
1: it's very hard. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Try to
1: shit standing up. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I've uh, waited in uh, lines that, you know, 48 hours and I have, I just shit down my pants okay. into a little bucket that's connected to my shoe. And I don't really need to drink any water and I've never been the wiser. Okay. And did you go <laughs> to the Aeros tour? Have I been? to the, Yes, I've been to every single Aeros It's really hard in Florida because I do have, Um, you know, I am a wanted woman. So, uh, You're wanted. So you, why are you wanted? Calvin. Yeah. Uh, he can't, he can't one. let go of me. Yeah. <laughs> neither can the state.
0: I know for a fact Taylor Swift listens to this
1: podcast. She does. Oh, my God, Taylor, I love you.
0: See, what do you want to say to her?
1: I'm so sorry for uh, climbing the your fence outside your house. But um, to be fair, your security was very nice. And um, I just want to say if I've ever freaked you out, I'm really sorry about that. I, I'm really passionate about the things I love and the people I love. And, uh, and the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm, oh, okay. <laughs> you in two fandoms. I know. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. But um, I just want to say you're doing incredible work and uh, you work really hard and I-, I love you.
0: And what do you have to say about the fact that you and Harry Styles also dated.
1: I never dated Harry Styles. I think you did. No, I didn't. I think you did. All right. Well, thank you so much. No, no, I didn't date Harry Styles. All right.
0: You did. You dated Harry Styles.
1: I, I did Thank date you Harry so Styles. much. Thank you so much. No, I didn't. I'm not into that sort of thing. I would never swap fluid. I know. No. You never came. <laughs> so it's okay. So you did. So no, you did yeah, it, yeah. We never dated. Yeah, you we you never did. dated. You
0: never dated, but you had sex. And that's just the reality. Thank you, Taylor, no. for listening. Thank you, everyone. And Olivia, thank you for being here.
1: <laughs> You're making me seem like a fool in front of Taylor. You're making me seem like a total idiot when I go. Oh my God,
0: she texted me.
1: taylor what does she... oh my want? She just
0: said, tell Olivia
1: What? What'd she say? She tell Olivia said to what... me. Said to you. The cat or me? You. Oh. You're dead to Taylor. I was hoping for the cat. Oh, I'm
0: sorry, Olivia. Thank you so much for coming, and
1: I'm Screw sorry. you. <laughs> I love you, Taylor. Harry, you're dead to me. Well, that was just a treat.
0: Mm-hmm. That was just a treat. Thank you so much to our Swifty for coming in and chatting with us.
1: Thank you. I just uh, wiped, and I've... I've... You were already out the door, so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah so I know sorry. you
0: weren't able to see. I know you weren't able to see her. She waited outside the bathroom for a little bit and then she said, I can't, I, there's, it's still going on in there, so I have <laughs> to leave. So she finally left.
1: I know, but yeah. maybe next time. But this has been this episode of the BCC Club. Swifties, if you're out there, please go easy on us. We love you. And Mia, you did your best, and we will try <laughs> to field some of anything we got wrong. Uh- um. <laughs> yeah, remember, all anger goes towards Mia. Just
0: kidding. Mia's a no. delight. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> Mia's a truly incredible. Um. But, uh. yeah, thank you so much for joining us this week. And remember to listen to us anywhere you get your podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, please subscribe. Please. Please subscribe. Yeah. At least one of you, because I saw a comment the other day that said, I'm unsubscribing, so at least make up for that person. Who? Really? I don't remember. Just a comment they said, I'm unsubscribing. That was all.
1: Oh. Oh, well. All right. And there they are now. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys.
0: Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. Zocdoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to Zocdoc.com/bcc and download the Zocdoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZOCDOC.com/bcc. Zocdoc.com/bcc.